we're going to begin at verse 1 again. I think we left off at verse 5 last week. But I'll just go through, uh, start from verse 1 again. <clears throat> Amen. So John chapter 15, beginning at verse 1. Here Jesus is speaking. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. So every branch in me, and I know I, I touched on all of these verses that I'm about to read last week, but I'm just going to touch on it again. But every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. So he's not talking about the world here, right? Because who's, who's attached to the vine? The Christian. Believe it, right? But he's saying right here, every branch that is in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Verse 3, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. And we talked about last week that that word there is logos. But it also means teaching and doctrine. Now, and like I, I think I mentioned this last week, that you couldn't get no better teaching than what Jesus Christ was giving. That's right. right? He, he gave him the word because he is the word. Amen. Amen. And guess what? We have his word today. Amen. Verse 4, abide in me. And I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in you, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So right there, we have to abide in the vine, which is Christ, in order to bear much fruit. So if we're not bearing fruit, then we're not in Christ. Right? And guess what? This is Again, this is not just talking about the unbeliever, but this is also talking about believers. Because what happens is, we as believers can find ourselves detaching from the vine. Things go on in life, issues go on in life, things go on in the family, and then all of a sudden we find ourselves detaching. Right? We left there at verse 5, so now we pick up at verse 6, I'm going to read 6 to 8. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. So we always tend to quote verse 7. <laughs> you know, we, we quote verse 7 that you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. But you can't get to verse 7 if you're not paying attention to verse 1 through 6. <laughs> See, we, we have to get out of just quoting just one verse and then skipping the verses that precede it and that come after it. Verse 8. By this, my Father is glorified, that you do what? Bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Right? So in order to be a disciple, you have to bear fruit. Right? Talked about that last week. So if you again, if you're not bearing fruit, then you're not saved. Alright, so first, what is fruit? Right? So, what does the Bible describe as fruit? Right? So, we know we have the character. In Galatians 5, we have the fruit of the Spirit. Right? But that's not the only thing that when the Bible talks about fruit, it also talks about regular fruit, natural fruit. Right? Fruit that we can eat. Right? And I talked about last week that fruit can be nutritious. Right? We'll get into a little bit about that. Right? Uh, what else is fruit? Fruit of all loins. Children. Grandchildren. Let's consider fruit too. What else is fruit? When we praise and we worship God, the words that come out of our mouth, fruit. What, another fruit that's listed in the Bible, that's named in the Bible, is uh, fruits of our labor. Right? The fruit that comes from works, acts, and our deeds. One of the things we, we make a mistake of as Christians, we always think that the fruits of our labor that is going to be equal across the board for the church. That's not going to, it's not going to be like that. All right, let me give you an example. Okay. Action. I remember when we were meeting in the house, Marie used to bring her vegetables to the house, right, and, and give them out to everybody, but that was the fruit of her labor, right, her and Danny's, <laughs> right, that was the fruit of her labor, she didn't have to share that with us, right, and she wouldn't be wrong if she didn't share that with us, she didn't have to, but out of her generosity, she did share it with us, but she actually put in all the labor for that, right, we did, right, so if she kept it to herself, then she's enjoying the fruits of her labor, right? And, and another example I have is that you could take, let's say you take uh, three college graduates. They all graduate from the same school, same university, I should say, but different majors, 
right? One in sociology, one in nursing, and one, let's say, in engineering, aerospace engineering, right? Same GPA, everything, they're getting their first jobs. Guess what? That person that graduates with a sociology degree, they're not going to make as much money as that nurse. And guess what? That nurse will probably work less hours and still make more money. Right? But they all graduate from the same university, same GPA, right? Different majors. Right? And then that nurse is probably not going to make as much as that aerospace engineer. Right? But again, same school, same degree. So the fruits of the labor can be different. Right? So we have to understand that because we, we've heard over the years that, you know, all Christians, everybody's got to be a millionaire and things like that. No. I always used to say, you can work at McDonald's and Wendy's and you're still blessed. Mm -hmm. right? You just got to utilize it and listen to the wisdom of God on what he wants you to do with that money. Right? Because what we tend to do is we try to keep up. And see, this is how we can get in trouble. As Christians, we see brother and sister so-and-so that are blessed and, you know, but they had a good job. And they worked hard. Well, they retired. Right? And, and, and now they're enjoying the fruits of their labor. Right? They, they get to spend time working out in the yard. Right, Mother? <laughs> right? But she's enjoying the fruits of her labor because she worked and retired. Right? Now, we, we're working to get to that point. Right? So we have to understand that. So it's not that, oh, this person has that, so I want that. And then we, we tend to get into envy like that. Mm -hmm. So if you have a believer that has a nice house, has a nice car, don't be jealous of them. That's just the fruits of their labor. But guess what? God can do that for you too. You know? But again, you got to be a giver. And I'm not just talking about financial giving. Right? You should be, as Christians, we should always be givers. Right? That is a part of bearing much fruit when we are givers. It's not just talking about our character. You know, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness. What are we going to do? Our works are righteousness. Or do we just keep everything in ourselves? Do we just go to church, come home, go to work, and that's it? That's all we're doing. Right? No, as a Christian, and if you're connected to the vine, there's going to be certain things that God's going to have us do. Right? And, and, and that's important. Amen. So eating fruits has a lot of health benefits, as it, can, as it contains all essential nutrients, and it also reduces the risk of certain diseases. Right? The sad part is, we have a lot of fruit vendors out there, right? And a lot of fruit vendors tend to use chemicals, right? They tend to use chemicals and produce what we would call artificial fruit, right? And really, among believers, we see some artificial fruit, right? right? So we have some natural fruit, and then we have artificial fruit. So what are the differences? All right, so natural ripening of fruits. Natural ripening of fruits is a physiological process which makes them edible, tasty, and nutritious. In other words, it happens over time. Right? Alright, so the ripening process makes the fruit soft. Right? So, what does the Bible say? He's going to take from hearts of stone and turn it into flesh. Right? That's a part of the ripening process when we stay connected to the vine. Right? What else? It increases sweetness. Right? It should be attractive to others. Right? We all enjoy sweet things. Right? I know I do. <laughs> I got a drawer full of candy right by my bed to, to, to confirm that. Right? And I know I'm bad, and I'm more wife doesn't like it, because I do eat candy before I go to sleep. And chew gum, yes. It, it, it is nearly impossible for me not to do that. Right? <laughs> so I'm going to keep doing it until the doctors give me other advice. <laughs> Christians, people should be attracted to us, right? That's a part of the sweetness. So, that's again, we stay connected to the vine, right? What happened? Well, never mind. I won't go to it yet. Alright, so guess what? It decreases bitterness, right? It decreases bitterness. That's natural ripening fruit. Decreases bitterness. So, what is bitterness? Bitterness means a lack of sweetness. It also means anger, disappointment of being treated, Unfailing, resentment. See, when we stay connected to the vine, when we stay connected to Christ, guess what? We're not as bitter as much. We're not relying on other people to 
to help us in our mood and our, you know, like mood swings and things like that. No, we're staying connected because we know no matter what happens, Jesus is going to work it out. Yes. No matter how much we're rejected by people in this world, we're not rejected by Christ. Yes. Yes. See, so as Christians, we should not be bitter. But unfortunately, we have Christians that are bitter. Mm. And we see it quite often. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Those bitter Christians, they end up producing artificial fruit. Mm. Because they start pretending to be something. Mm. Start acting a certain way. Mm -hmm. And guess what? As soon as a little pressure hits, now the real self comes out. <laughs> All because they're not connected to the vine. Alright, so what else is natural ripening fruit? There are changes in color and appearance. The natural ripening of fruits takes place only after proper maturity. So, we have what's called non-climatic fruit. And that's what Jesus is actually describing. Non-climatic fruit are like fruits like grapes, citrus fruits, strawberries. What are they? They only ripen when they're connected to the vine. If you take a grape off the vine, what happens? It's, yep. And now what? It, but it'll be sweet for a moment. It'll look good because we get it to the store. And it'll look good. But then after a while, when you let it sit, it starts to shrivel up. It starts to get brown spots. And it doesn't taste good. And guess what? We're not going to eat that all. No. No. And again, see, it's a process. And I talked about last week how when we get saved, it's an instant process. But when we start the backslide, we, did, we uh, disconnect from the vine. Our relationship with the Lord progressively decreases. Mm. Right? And, and right here, actually, it says it here. Uh, Verse 7, I believe. No, verse 6. Yep, verse 6. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. So guess what? They are cast out. Withered, they are gathered, thrown into the fire, and they are burned. That is progressive. That is a progressive break from our relationship with the Lord. But guess what? Eventually, you're going to be burned. And we don't want that. And that's the danger, see, because sometimes we don't realize, just like that grape, that the, those grapes that are still good looking and juicy when they get to the store, that's what we feel like when we disconnect from the vine. Something happens, we disconnect from the vine. We're not spending time with the Lord. We're not abiding in His Word. And we slowly break away. You know? But we're still good. We're still going to church. We're still singing hallelujah, mm -hmm. right? And we may pray occasionally. We may read the scripture occasionally. But then we start to shrivel up. Mm. And then our relationship is gone, and we don't even realize it. And then we start going through the motions. Mm. Right? Oh, man. I don't, I don't, and again, it's not about feeling, but, man, I don't feel the Lord. I, I don't know where he's at. I don't know what's going on. And then guess what? We start creeping back and doing things in the world. Mm. Our thoughts. Start doing those things. See, it is, and I'm not giving you permission to sin, but <laughs> what I'm about to say, you know, you could be connected, you could break away right away, and let's say you can go out there and, and fornicate and commit adultery. If you repent, you come on back. But guess what? That doesn't usually happen that way. Because mm -hmm. we start to give into the flesh. And then we start doing more and more and more. Now, the voice of the Lord has gone silent. Mm. And we think he's rejected us. and we, No, but in fact, we're the ones that rejected him. That's right. We turned away. Because the whole time while we're pulling away, he was calling us. He was calling us to come back. Saying, just repent. Come back. But we don't listen. And then guess what? Then we get into condemnation. That's not good. Alright, so artificial ripening fruit. In case of artificial ripening, fruit ripening agents like ethylene and acetylene promote the ripening process and, call, and cause color changes in the fruits. Even if the appearance of the artificially ripened fruits improve, the properties like taste, smell, and touch are found to be weak. So what happens with artificial fruit? See, sometimes the artificial fruit, and some countries do produce it this way, they will look very good on the outside. That, you know, <laughs> the apple will be nice and red, and we will gravitate to that once we see it, because it looks good to the eyes, because it's good. But guess what? As soon as you bite into that, it's not going to taste good. It's probably going to taste fine. And that's how we can find some Christians today. All right? They look good on the outside, 
Yeah, because they're artificial. The things on it, the heart, it's not good. It's not good. And the Lord doesn't want us that way. Why? Because we're supposed to bear much fruit. So in the Old Testament, Israel was supposed to go out into the world. That was God's original plan. Israel was supposed to go out to the world and the world to get saved through Israel. But they kept messing up. And that's why I always say you can find the similarities of the church in Israel. Because guess what Christians do today? They break away. They break away from the vine. Yeah. But Jesus is saying, I'm the true vine. As long as you stay connected to me, you won't mess up. But the minute you decide to disconnect, the minute you decide to get distracted, turn away, progressively, you're going to get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. That's right. But I want you to stay. I want you to stay connected to me so you can produce works of righteousness. So now, guess what? Now, you, you, now you're not only producing the fruit of the Spirit, but you're producing works of righteousness. Mm. Right? See, sometimes we think, we have to lead people to Christ by just going out witness. But we don't understand our ministry is our job sometimes. Uh. That's why I say we should be the best workers as Christians. But a lot of times Christians are not. I know a few <laughs> personally over the years. They confess Christ, but they're lousy workers. Mm. And then when people see that, no, nah, I don't want that. I don't want that. I, I hear them talking about Christ, but I see what they do. Right? And I'm not talking about going out sinning. I see the work ethic and mm -hmm. what they do. Right? But no. Again, if we're snaking versus again, if we staying connected to the vine, the bearing of much fruit is going to be automatic. Right? The character is going to be automatic in us. The works of righteousness is going to be automatic. And see, guess what? Just like the song said, now once we're saved. We can go tell others. Mm -hmm. That's going to be automatic. Why? If you think back to when you first got saved, you really couldn't keep it to yourself. <laughs> if you really think back, yes. I think back to when I got saved, the friends that I was hanging out in the street, going to the club, doing all sorts of things with, I couldn't keep it to myself. I had to tell them. <laughs> Some laughed at me, mm -hmm. but I still told them. Yes. Why? Because that joy was bubbling over. Mm -hmm. But why did we lose that joy? Again, some of the things coming up in life is part of that pruning process, right? It's to make us better, that we will bear much more fruit. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're to do, right? So, I love my job. <laughs> I do. I love my job. You know, sometimes they get on my nerves when they make me want to work certain times. When I, I don't, you know, but for the most part, I love my job. I'm not going to quit my job because I love going to work and I love what I do, mm -hmm. right? But I know what God's called me to do. And, and, and it's like there's a ministry group that we have, a law enforcement group, and we'll get together every couple weeks. Uh, we'll, we'll meet, you know, it's me, well, I think I'm the only Christian person there, but state troopers that are there, retired guys, military, and we all talk about how we love what we do. Why? Because we could be salt and light in our jobs, right? Do I like getting woken up in the middle of the night to go out? No, but when I get there, guess what? I can minister to somebody, mm. right? Is it is it fun? Well, I don't work homicide no more, but when I did, going to tell somebody that their loved one died, mm. no, it's not fun, mm. right? It's not a good thing, right? But I can still share Christ with them. I can still yeah. pray with them, yes. right? And that's a relationship that's, that, that is established, mm -hmm. right? A seed that's planted, yes. right? Yes. And even some of my victims' <laughs> families, they still remember that. Mm. See, that is bearing much fruit. Amen. Amen. That is bearing much fruit. Yes. See, what the devil meant for evil by yes. taking somebody out, God will turn into good. That's Amen. Right. That's right. right? But we have to learn to stay connected to the vine that we bear much fruit. Yes. It doesn't matter what job we have. We mm -hmm. can still be a blessing to somebody, right? Yes. Even if we're working at a gas station, even if, like my mom's thought, I was going to sweep the floor. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But even if I did, I'd still be a blessing to somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that's bearing much fruit. Yes. See, in everything that we do, that's what we should. 
that's how it should be. Amen. That's what God intended for us to do. Yes. Amen. And that's a part of being the salt and the light. Yeah. Right? That, that, that's, that's the good part of it. Mm -hmm. Alright, so we don't want to be like that artificial fruit. And see, when you, to the untrained eye, when you have natural ripening fruit and artificial ripening fruit, they can look the same to somebody. And they will grab them. It's kind of like in Matthew 13 with the wheat and the tares. Mm -hmm. Right? I talked about that before, right? Mm -hmm. So, Jesus has made the church to go out into the world. So, if, if you understand that prayer, and I did teach you on it before, but that prayer, you're going to have real Christians and you're going to have fake Christians out there. That's just the way it is. Right? But, we don't run them off because we can offend somebody else. We can offend a new believer. We can keep somebody else. But as long as you're giving the word, those tears, they're going to get up. They're not going to stay. Mm -hmm. They're not going to stay. Mm -hmm. They're not going to stay. That's why a lot of a lot of these big mega churches, they, they water down the message. They're not giving the word. Mm -hmm. And they're attracting people, see. Mm -hmm. And we're thinking it's sweet, but it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not. Because the only word that's going to stand is the word of God. Amen. Amen. I could get up here and I can give you fluff and all that stuff. The only thing that's going to stand is the Word of God. Amen. Amen. So, again, real fruit produces nutrients that are helpful to mankind in keeping us healthy. Right? So, if we're connected to the vine, guess what? This world will be different. This world will really be different. So that's why y'all will hear me say, because the world is messed up, it's not because the unbelievers, it's because of the church. Because we're not connected to the vine. And we're comparing ourselves and we're doing things and we're striking back and doing things out of the flesh. And really, as Christians, we don't realize it, but when we do that and we come out of the flesh, out of the natural, we're really being Judas. Because mm -hmm. see, Judas didn't look at things spiritually, he looked at things naturally. Yes, Judas was a thief, but Judas also thought Jesus was going to set up the kingdom right then and there, mm -hmm. just like some other disciples did, right? But that's not how Jesus came. That's why he was upset and got in condemnation. He realized what he did was wrong, and Jesus didn't come to fight battles out of the flesh, but he came to be spiritual, right? He wasn't working on the government. He wasn't concerned. See, in the Old Testament, the people went as the government, and the leaders went. In the New Testament, it's not about the government. I'm starting to get into my next message, but it's not about it. But it's about the heart of man. That's what it's about. Right? So you can still have a leader that has a good heart, but the people under him can be wicked and bad. You can have a wicked leader, but the people can still be good. Just like Paul said in Corinthians, the saints that sleep, Caesar's house salute you. Serving a good Caesar. But because they were good and they were connected to the Lord, they were able to do the Father's business. Mm. They were able to produce works of righteousness under an evil person. Even Daniel was able to do works of righteousness. Mm. Right? That is what Jesus came for. Mm. And again, we only get that by being connected to the Father. Amen. Alright, so going back to artificial fruit. The chemicals from artificial fruit can do what? Can, can cause cancer. Yes. Diarrhea, vomiting, and weakness. Again, the world is dark because of artificial fruit. We got Christians, we got Christians leaders trying to get established with this artificial fruit. That's, 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 no. See, we don't, as being connected to the vine as being God's children, we don't ever have to force our way into anything. We don't have to manipulate our way into anything. Why? Because if it's meant, God will open the door. Hmm. God will open the door. Yes. Amen. As a matter of fact, even when we got to the governor, you know how many people tried to probably get to the governor? But we got what? We were able to drive right up to the front, right? Yeah. Right up to the front. You got important people that don't even go up to the front. <laughs> important people in the world because we important. <laughs> but important people to the world standard. Right. They couldn't get into the front mm. of the house like that. But we did. Right. But that was God. Right. That wasn't nothing we did. That was just God. Mm -hmm. See, fruit is supposed to be healthy. But 
I described as artificial fruit. It's not healthy. See, if we're staying connected to the vine, we will be healthy to this world. And we can go anywhere in this world and be light. Right? Yeah, the enemy won't like it, but who cares? <laughs> right? We're not concerned about pleasing him or what he doesn't like. That's right. As a matter of fact, if we are persecuted, that is a good thing. It hurts. It sucks. But guess what? <laughs> that probably means we're walking according to the world, will of the Father. Amen. Right? Because the enemy is going to persecute. Mm. See, because if the world loves everything that we do, something might be wrong. Might Amen. be artificial. Amen. Might be artificial. Yes. And it's not, not natural ripening. When I say natural ripening, I'm talking about spiritually ripening. Mm -hmm. Right? But, you know, the natural ripening fruit, like I said, it, it, it has those spots on the outside, so it doesn't look perfect. Right? We don't look perfect on the outside a lot of times, but we should be clean and look perfect on the inside. Amen. Yeah. Right? But the artificial fruit is going to look good on the outside, like I said, but rotten on the inside. Mm. Right? So people who come across us as that natural ripening, the ones that stay connected to the vine, they're going to get something from us. Right? Even if they don't want it, they're going to get something. Amen. They're going to get something. Why? Because automatically it should be produced out of us. Well, we can't contain it. We can't keep it. You can't tell me we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. And we can't make a change in other people's lives. We Jesus. can't affect them. Yes. Right? And guess what? I don't have to force myself on them. Right? Sometimes some people come talk to me. I know they don't want to talk to me in the natural, <laughs> but they can't help it because they're attracted to the light. Yes. They're attracted to the light. Yes. Right? And they, they, they need something nutritious. Uh-huh. Right? So the only nutritious thing I can give them is the Word. Yes. I can't give them my natural human wisdom, but yes. I can only give them the Word. Amen. And see, when I give them the Word, now it makes a change in them. Yes. Right? Yes. Even yes. if they may not get saved, now they start thinking. Yes. Right? Hey, can you pray for me? Hmm. I've had people like that even going back to the Navy, right? And I always used to laugh because they always try to do things naturally uh -huh. to walk right, not realizing it's only spiritually, but they, they did things naturally to keep from doing things to try to uh, not to offend me, mm. right? But I always tell them, you be yourself. I get it. I, I, I get what you're trying to do, but you be yourself because you can't stop what you're doing on your own. Mm. Only, only through Christ. That's right. Yes. I couldn't stop what I was doing on my own. Yes. It was only through Jesus Christ. That's right. Amen. If I tried to do it on my own, I'll still be unsaved. Yes, yes. I wouldn't be married. Come on. All right. <laughs> 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 it's true. Right? Like I said, smiling, loving you one week, 
Three weeks later, somebody else coming out. <laughs> and then they coming in church looking miserable, sitting there, because now they got bitterness in them. Right? They've been hurt. We have a lot of Christians who've been hurt, and they haven't gotten over their hurts. And they've allowed that hurt, that, that bitterness to set in. They, they can't even talk about their issues. That's not God. Because if we're walking in the Lord, we should be free. Amen. Right? Amen. We should be free. Yeah. Right? But they can't talk about it. So now the devil actually has a grip on them and holding them. Mm. And because they're bitter, guess what? They can't love anybody else. My God. And a lot of times they don't even love themselves. Mm. And we have a lot of Christians like that. And now they again they're disconnected from the vine because they become bitter. Because if you connect to the vine, you're not going to be bitter. You're going to be sweet. Ooh. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> See, we strive to produce ex externally what the Spirit intends to produce internally. <laughs> See, zealous for a harvest, we try to artificially ripen our fruit. On a global scale, we seek to mass-produce little Christians by encouraging everyone to look, act, and do like this, as, as, to, as if it pleases God. You know how you can be in a church meeting? And then you say, hey, when we get the visitors, hey, act like oh. this, greet them like this, thank you. <laughs> because guess what? If you connect to the divine, I don't have to do that. Thank you. <laughs> and if I had to do that, you don't need to be doing nothing besides sitting. You're not the one. That's right. That means, again, like we talked about Wednesday, you're not applying the word. I can give you the word, but you got to apply it. And you're not applying the word because you're bitter. See, we have churches full of people like that, right? And I don't say it to be malicious because God doesn't want them like that, right? And it doesn't mean that they're not Christians, but they're not producing fruit like God wants them to, right? Because they're bound. You know, it's like a little, you know, you plant a grass seed, and then no matter where you plant the grass seed in the dirt, whether it's good dirt, bad dirt, it's going to spring up, right? So that may spring up something. It's, it's not very much. It's not very much. And then guess what? When that storm comes, it's going to blow it all away. Because they're not, they don't have anything deeply rooted because they're not deeply rooted in Christ. God doesn't want us like that. Not at all. And if, if we're like that, then something's wrong. And guess what? Doesn't mean he's forsaken you. You just got to get connected to the vine. And again, it's, it, just get before him. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. I missed it. Right? Come on. But we're always waiting for that feeling. You know, we're all waiting for the tingling. That's not always going to be there. Right? That's not going to always be there. Would I like it to be there? Yeah. But it's not always going to be there. Right? Because sometimes, a lot of times, there's a testing process. Right? What are you going to do when you don't feel my presence? Are we going to be like those people who came against Moses? Are we going to be like Job? <laughs> See, Job had everything come against him. But Job wouldn't curse God. See, we always say, and this is what we do, Lord, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you. But what happens on the days when everything's going good? Now you don't need him as much, right? Because you're not pressing in as much. It shouldn't be, and I get the premise, because I done said it in the past, Lord, I need, no, it should be, Lord, I want you. See, when we want him, we're going to spend time with him. Help us. And what we tend to do is we only go to God when we need him. That's not being connected. See, when we connect to the vine, guess what? We stay connected because we want to. We want him. Right? We don't go to him because we're looking for a blessing. That's what we tend to do as Christians. Right? We, and we can all be guilty of that. Right? So, I'm not trying to pick on we got I've been guilty of that. Right? But that's not how he wants us. We don't just say, Lord, I need you. No. We got to want him. We got to want him. We got to want him to the point that if he doesn't give us anything, we still want him. Because he's that good. Why? Because he thought I was worth saving. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. See, for years we've been walking with the Lord, and guess what? That's enough time to produce Plenty of artificial fruit. Mm -hmm. 
going through the motions, just showing up in church.
we should be looking for is the fruit. Ultimately, that's what we should be looking for, the fruit. And if they're not producing good fruit, we don't need to, especially as a leader, we don't, we, don't, we don't need to be around that. We don't need to be sitting up under that. I'll tell you, I'm not producing good fruit. You call me on it, you leave. <laughs> you know, I hold myself accountable too. I, like I said, you know, just because I'm up here, I'm no different than you. I'm still a Christian. I'm still submitted to God. Right? And actually, I'm more accountable because I'm teaching you the word all the time. Right? So, when you see leaders that are common, that are carnal, you don't need to listen to anything they say. <laughs> Period. I, I tell you what. Because that's how they get people. They, and, and they get you with natural wisdom. Mm. And, and they, you, you get attracted to them because in areas you're weak, they're weak. Familiar. Yes. Mm. And they will promote that to get you to stay. going to give you the word. And like I said, you know, like King of Bill is not for everybody. So I get it. Right? There's some people that are not going to be able to take this. And that's okay. So, you know, so again, abiding, I don't think I said it. Abiding is a verb. It's action. We have to continuously do it. We have to continuously abide in it. We can't pick and choose what day we want to abide. So, oh, I think I'm only going to abide on the days I go to church. We can't do that. <laughs> and there are Christians that do that. I don't see how they make it. And I'm pretty sure they can't make it. You know, and, and it's, it's like, man. You know, and there's times when the Lord wake me up in the middle of the night and I don't want to get up. Right? But I got to get up. Mm -hmm. Right? Because there's a reason He wants me to get up. Amen. I don't know what lies ahead the next day. Hallelujah. Right? So even when He puts mm -hmm. somebody in my, my spirit to pray for, mm -hmm. I have to pray for them. Yeah. I can't say, oh, I'm going to pray for it later because they might be going through something right now. Mm. And see, <clears throat> the Lord's probably put them in somebody else's spirit and then I pray. Because mm. you know? sometimes we, uh, let's say, and we've probably been guilty of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm going to pray for you. I'm praying. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Two days later, oh, I forgot. Mm -hmm. And then it comes, you pray for me. <laughs> mm. Then we start lying. Because <laughs> we don't want to say no. Right? <laughs> we don't want to say no. And then, you know, but yeah, we can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> Actually, if you can, sometimes we pray, pray for them right then and there. <laughs> pray for them right then and there. Don't, don't, don't let it wait. Amen. 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 See, artificial fruit, I'm going to say this, I'm going to get ready to close, but artificial fruit, they have a form of godliness. That's it. Christians, they have artificial fruit. They have a form of godliness, but there's no power. Mm. There's no power. They talk a good game. They're good motivators, mm. but there's no power. Jesus. See, we don't want to be like that. No. Amen. We don't want to be like We Amen. do not want to be like this. Amen. See, when we're naturally ripening, we know we always have the power because we know the power is not about us. Jesus. It's about Christ. Amen. I, I can't Amen. produce a miracle. Mm. Only God can do that. Amen. But see, when you're artificial, Amen. now you start to think that you can do it. Mm. <laughs> and then you want to get others to think that you can do it. Mm. And that's all a part of that. I, 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 me, me, me. Look at me. Look what I attain. It's not about that. It's not about that. But it's about doing that works of righteousness. Yeah. Like I said, when you're connected to the vine, it's going to be automatic. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be automatic. Oh God. There's no faking it till you make it. That's not that's not of God. <laughs> not of God. <laughs> I know some of us have heard that. <laughs> mm -hmm. From the same place, you know, but there's other people that say it. You know, but that that that's no. There's nothing biblical about that. That's right. That that's mm -hmm. man made stuff. <laughs> and you will not survive, you will not walk this walk, you will not last. Because trust me. If you're faking it, guess what? The devil's going to take you out real <laughs> and, and the thing about it is, he don't even have to do nothing physical. It can just be something little. And you're going to fold. And instead of being a lion, <laughs> instead of being a lion, you're going to be a little pussycat. <laughs> instead of roaring, you're going to be meow. <laughs> um, we got to roar. <laughs> we better roar. <laughs> Amen. Alright, so I'm going to read, uh, turn to John 14. 
I say that now, I'll read these scriptures and I'll go to town. <laughs> John 14. This is abiding right here. John 14, verse 23 and 24. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father who sent me. So if we're abiding, we're going to keep his word. Amen. And again, it's going to be automatic. It's going to be automatic. And that actually goes back to uh, John 15 and 7. But uh, let's look at verses 13 and 14. And what are you, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So if we are abiding, his word is going to live in us. Right? And then now we can go in prayer. And we know that he hears us when we pray. Because guess what? He knows because we're connected. We, we're, because we're connected and we, we're attached to the vine, he knows us. Now, once we disconnect, and not that he would do this, just hypothetical. He'd be like, oh, who's that stranger calling me? Mm. Lord, you know me. You, I don't know you. Guess what? Actually, not hypothetical. Depart from me. I never knew you. Never knew you. That's in the scripture in Matthew. Yeah. Matthew 7. And see, those are people who produce artificial fruit. And see, here's the thing. Guess what? still prophesy. Mm. They still taught the word. They still fed the hungry. Jesus. See? But they produced artificial fruit. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they were never connected to the fire. Oh, my. Oh. We don't want to be like that. Mm -hmm. we don't, that's why I said it's not a game. We're either all in or we're not. And then again, if you're not all in, don't bother you. Don't bother you. You're wasting your time. Because you're shutting them out. Amen. 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 Stop right there. All right, let's pray.